Episode 24, 24, can you believe we've made it this far? Don't leave it to the Judges Podcast. I'm here with my main man, Patty Broken Skull. Patty. Hey, hey. So, uh, 24 episodes, dude. Same amount of listeners. It's great. Now, um... <laughs> Maybe a little less so than... You're like, dude, we only have like... Nine. Plateauing back down. I was gonna, your face read, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your face read that it was definitely less than twenty-four. Now, uh, every single one of you, eight people, we love all of you. Thanks for listening, for even a second. Um, we do have the group that you guys can play along with us on e- on the ESPN app. Just search. Don't you can type in D O N T, and our group shows up. Pick your fights. It's a fun, it's a fun little play along with the podcast. If you're listening, might as well get involved to that degree. Huh. Now, and, uh, we and I made it easy for you with the ultimate fighter. I made yeah. it, I made it easy for you. It's right in exactly. the show notes. You go to the show notes, click right on it. It's free. Boom. You're in there. Make your picks. Very simple. Now with the ultimate fighter, I only had a few gripes cause I even went through, I watched it last night and I, uh, I watched the after hours kind of on accident. I just let it run. Hated it. But, uh, the house moments, dude, the house moments are just like they're cheesy shit right now where it's like, hey, look, we made steaks for everyone. Who gives a fuck? I could give a shit about a bunch of fucking ripped dudes eating meat. Who gives a fuck about that? Are you, is this a sex thing? Are you selling it? Are you trying to get women to watch this shit? Dude, I'm, I'm going to say the most <laughs> controversial thing that will ever be said on this show. Hit me. It involves know, those dude. steaks. We were only a- the most <laughs> controversial thing I'm going to say, man, cook them fucking <laughs> steaks. Cook them steaks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are bleeding all over the place. I know so I'm a I know most people listening, all eight of you, twelve of you, probably like it bloody like that. Damn, man. I just like I maybe a trickle of blood. That's how I like it. Ah, those yeah. things And you got that they're still cut off the cow. Sam's got a fan. Let's not let's not fool anybody. Sam's out there grilling everything. That's a fucking nice grill, dude. I put my head on it just to end shit. But anyways. <laughs> oh, that's like the griddle. I love that thing. Oh, but uh, Bro, that time I see pictures, I'm like, who is taking these motherfucking pictures? Because that food looks so fire raw. Even before you even before the cooking process, I'm like, that's shit, I would eat it right now. How do you get it to that? How do you even get it to the grill? I'd be snacking the whole time. <laughs> Popping mushrooms and shit. Bro, I used to get in trouble at home ec. You remember the like home ec classes where they would teach you how to cook and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I would just we'd make, you know, some sort of uh, pasta, and we you have an option to put mushrooms, so there'd just be a bunch of cans of mushrooms. I just eat the cans of mushrooms while we're cooking. <laughs> like, fuck it. All right, but anyways, uh, they, they, all they're showing is fucking eating. Uh, when it comes to the house moments, it's lame. And they're trying to push this. Uh, the biggest controversy in the house is Volkanovski and Ortega being upset at Ortega for taking pictures with the... F- <laughs> 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 fucking lame. Uh, all the ultimate fighters that we've seen up to this point, shit got violent. Shit got dark. You became a fan of fighters early. I've yet to have that yet. All you can do is pick your fighter now off of their performance in the octagon. That's it. You barely see any training. They're showing too much Ortega, Volkanovski, Michael Chiesa, whose body looks weird as fuck. Like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, he's he tucking his shirt into al- <laughs> gym shorts. Alcohol sob stories is what we're getting. My family member. You ain't my- 
alcoholic. Oh, man. Like, everyone has a sob story, yep. no matter what show you watch these days. But, uh, man, yeah. I, and also, I have another gripe. Those fucking necklaces, those but, pendants, I think you should win a fight before you get one of those. Everybody comes I, in and th- in, stick those things on, like, look at me. I'm, I'm in the UFC. Man, you, you should have to earn that. Hey, hey. Sam, I think those might be the mics. Oh, okay. The mics are built like in there. They're in every season. Huh. And they're shaped, yeah, that's, in my head, if you Googled it, because I'm always curious about the extra stuff that goes on during the fights. Like, who's the guys in the red suits? What are you doing there? Who's the guy in the suit that talks to the fighter after he wins? Is that his agent? Is he like, go cash the check, boy? Like, what the fuck is this? So I look at these weird little things, and I think those octagon shapes are microphones. Otherwise, it is, you're right, a prize for being on the show, and they all get one early. Here's my thing. I'm very keen on a personality when somebody speaks. I know I learn a lot about them when they talk. And Mitch Raposo, I already told you, garbage. He was going to be garbage by the people he was surrounding himself with before he got into the Ultimate Fighter, right? And then the same thing with the confusing one was Treshawn and Randy, Ryan, whatever the fuck his name is, Newman. It doesn't matter. He didn't win. He's going to get one fight on the, on the finale, and he'll lose that, and you'll never see him again. Dude, Let's he, move past he lost, and he, now he gets is, more camera time than anybody. Why? Because he can't rap. Did you see the after hour thing where he's like trying to no, rap drunk? I, I didn't watch that. I've been drunk a lot. Thank goodness. Parties up with some stuff. Let me tell you. That fucking guy was trying to rap. He's like, you have the wrong voice for that, Mike. Now, what I'm getting at is we've come to enjoy the Ultimate Fighter and want to watch it because the UFC is now a personality. You want to see these personalities. But when you got these guys just sharing drunk thoughts or that their stepfather beat them, you're like, fuck this guy. That's too, you're, it's too early for that. It's too early to reveal this information. You're too new. You know what I'm saying? Win a fight and then tell me your dad used to mm-hmm. kick the shit out of you. Then I'll appreciate it. You see what I'm saying? There's yeah. a different psychopath and to the fan, the viewer. Now, what I think is happening with this, as I told you in the last episode, with the After Hours, they're simply marketing this show, The Ultimate Fighter, to a younger audience now. They have to because those fuckers aren't paying attention to anything that happens during the show. <laughs> it's just so they think the round table with random celebrities is somehow going to give them the information that they missed. So that's where they base all that. That's what it is. That's all I know. You're like, you didn't see any of the skills in the octagon because all these guys got there for a reason. Some of them have shit records where you're like seven fights. How, how did they even look at you yet? It's weird, but that also is the desperation of the weight classes. They're trying to build. This is the only way you can do it too. Isn't that weird? All the other sports, the, all the other big organizations in sports, they don't have to do this. They have people to do this. They find their players. They find their rookies. They build their teams and coaching staff. Dana White has to get on a plane and go watch a dude in Alaska. <laughs> you know what I mean? He has to go there. Him or Sean, some, no. one of the people from there has to go. And you know their name. You don't know the guy who's scouting for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just a dude. They know who he is, and they know what they took for, you get more. You get more action so on that show than, more, than this show. At least they can go out and do some stuff. This show, man, get them out of the house. Exactly. Go do something with them. It's like <laughs> It's like it's there. I can feel it in the house a little bit. Let me get some bonding. But yet, this is what I exactly. I was going to say that's the second thing. You can feel some tension, but there is also a lot more bonding. Way too much, more than you've seen on any other shows. Where it's like these fuckers have to fight each other. Stop fucking fist bumping and eating steaks together. Let's act like we're in here to win something. And you know what? I think that's because we've been conditioned by how we've watched the Ultimate Fighter before, where you always had that one personality, that one extra alpha. Even if he wasn't that successful, when he was successful, it was mind-blowing because you're like, this guy is such an asshole. He shouldn't be good, and he was. He's drunk. He's breaking front. Remember Chris Levin? 
how they oh, fucked yeah, with him and he lost his mind, but he was that. a fighter. That, he didn't have a great personality a on the show where you're like, I'm rooting for this guy. I want to watch him. And what about Jamie? Oh, man. Who's the blonde guy? He wore his hat backwards. Oh, good man. I, yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I know you're Haley? talking about. Jamie? Jamie something? Whew. Blonde guy. He was really fun to watch, though. It's right there mm-hmm. on the tip of both of our tongues. But you remember, it's, he's got a really interesting last name that uh, stuck out. But he was one of those guys that mm-hmm. he couldn't win. But if he would have won, you would have ran. You, people people would have followed you're, him forever. You're talking about the guy. Of, of, uh, I'm just want to clarify. I think you're talking about the guy. I'm pretty sure that uh, they had to win a fight before they got in the house. And he told Dana White's like, I'm going to tap him out. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do this move yes. to him, this submission. And he did. Okay. I just want to make sure. You, yeah. yeah, I know you're talking then, about. There's a. And I like that. I like the idea of this show with the personalities, but you're lacking that by having extra personalities tell us who they are. You see what I'm saying? That after hour show is just other TV personalities trying to explain to us who these athletic personalities should be and are. You get what I mean? Yeah. It's like I, a clash I didn't of catch the, um, person. They have to show this time, but the last time, I mean, that guy from MTV on there and stuff. I, I don't know. Like, like yeah, you said, he's, he's just a, a UFC super fan <laughs> they're so. just trying to market it as a as more of the <laughs> reality show but they're not filming it it's not being shown as a straight up reality no. show it's basically here's the fight and this is where this guy's from this is where this guy's from and here's the end of the here's the the fight here's the here's the picks for the next fight here's right. the uh here's where i came from and you know what's annoying here's about where, it? i i came from this uh my mom she's yeah. dead i got a be the barrier of the family. I'm going to kick this guy's ass. And then he laughed. <laughs> I was going to say, man, if you uh, remember when it first aired, I, uh, I pointed out someone that seemed like they had a lot of personality. I mean, I was kind of wrong. The guy, I, I guess he has some personality. I mean, for somebody that's had a brain surgery before, I mean, I, I thought that guy, I liked his tattoos. I liked his persona, his charisma. And, uh, yeah, he looked great in his fight last night. He kicked ass. You know what his personality is, though, Sam? Exactly. It's, it's I had brain surgery. That's his it's, personality. His charm comes from his, yeah, it comes from <laughs> his realness, him, him being vulnerable. He's been vulnerable super early, and that can get you garner fans if you're successful. If he went in there and got his ass beat, you could also still get fans, but you would be a, a fan because you're supporting the fact that he went in there and did a thing after having brain surgery, okay? Since he wins, the fans look at him like, "Oh, he could potentially." I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with him for a second. Let's see what he can do. He's got an interesting face. He's sweet. He's kind. He seems to be, but he also is vicious, and you like that. Yeah, that dynamic vicious. matters. That's what Connor tried to do with the Dustin Poirier recently. Mm-hmm. Didn't work for him. Connor needs to be an asshole. That's just it. That's how he works his best. It's like me being angry, making people laugh. I'm funnier when I'm angry. That's just what it is. Because I'll just not talk. I'll just keep rambling on about a fucking thing. Like Nikki Glazer on your mom's house this week. <laughs> so, I will say um, he does have a killer instinct from what we've seen in the one fight. I mean, when when it was time to put his oh, man really Dustin Lampros away, he went over and need him. I, I mean, he, he went in for yeah. the kill. He wasn't messing around. Which is good. Which is good. But what happens when somebody hurts him early? You know what I mean? We have to see more, but I do like what I saw, 100%. I think I, you, you made a great pick. 
out of the gate with uh, him being your guy. And I still say Hunsinger. I, I do like him a lot, but I also like the Ludwig guy. There's a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. even even if they're not speaking much on mic, if they can go in there and perform and perform well, how are you not going to sort of be a fan? And I'm a fan of the sport entirely, entirely, so I couldn't even tell you who my favorite fighter is. It's just what I'm saying is, oh, is this guy going to ever be a possible champ? Because for some reason, people still talk about Nate Diaz, and he wasn't even, he's still not great. You know, and this is, I'm not even b- making a joke here. I'm being serious where it's like the dude's been around for so long, you would think he would have a title shot. But he hasn't had enough, enough success. But he has enough personality that his fan base is going to support him all the way. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. So, it, and you can find that in the Ultimate Fighter a lot of times. The guy who's, you know, the, the dude who lost to Mitch, right? His name is Mitch, right? Uh, the, the, guy, guy? the guy that won was, um, no, oh, oh you're talking a, about the one that lost last night, Dustin Lampros. I think. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then he fought. <laughs> the, one that got, the one that got destroyed last night was Dustin fought? Lampros. Vincent Murdoch won. Okay, Dustin versus the blonde. Yeah, the blonde Vince, guy. Yeah, that's also a crazy name. It sounds like he's from a DC. Yeah, Vince Murdoch, <laughs> man. Vince Murdoch. I mean, I'm like, man, he's got the good look to him. He looks marketable. He's got a personality. Yep. This was before I even knew about the brain surgery stuff. That adds yeah. character. He's all, he's all, the funny thing about the way that he looks, too, is you could you could see him and think, oh, this guy's scary. He's intimidating. But then you you he he speaks and you're like oh my god he's just he's a sweet dude he'd be cool as fuck to hang out with he'd be chill he might inspire you a little bit like all right man I'm gonna go to bed before I cry <laughs> you know just hanging out with him <laughs> let me pick your brain I mean, but that's, oh, just that's also like I said what is the next fight I don't even remember what that is what oh it's a Brad battle or uh, bird battle something battle Brian battle uh, some curly head, headed fuck. yeah saying that he's I'm the worst matchup. I'm the, I'm the worst matchup in the, in the world for this guy. He's really not got a shot. <laughs> Is he from Wisconsin? I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Cut it. I should have did Steve-O, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, right. Steve-O. Jeez. Uh, How does anybody still remember Steve-O? <laughs> because, he, because they got to put up his tweet and show him at the damn event. But, uh, yeah, Brian Battle yeah. and Luchinov. Cameron Luchinov. Hey, anyway, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, on the next episode. But uh, man, let's get into this last event that yeah. just took place. Uh, with the the Korean zombie looked very good against Dan Ige. Actually, I mean, he looked spectacular. Really, when I forgot until they said it live on the show, that. Korean Zombie was from WEC. That's why I remember the Leonard Garcia fights, where I'm like, what's wrong with these guys? They're, they should just both be called zombies. That's it, because they're already dead. I, I think my connection's unstable. Am I, am I froze? Uh, you're moving a little bit. Fuck. <laughs> can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Actually. <laughs> Video is down, but I can hear you just fine. All right, fine. but yeah, uh, yeah Chance on Jung, Korean Zombie, from, uh, you know, it must be super late. Because I said that four minutes ago. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. I'll wait till you get that one. <laughs> oh, it's, there's a huge lag. Oh, it doesn't shit. make any sense. You're all, you're fucking corded in. I don't have it. But no, the, the Korean zombie, I was a fan of that dude from WEC. When he, when the UFC, the UFC absorbed the smaller weight class, you couldn't help but think of the matchups of him at 155, you know what I'm saying? Him at 145 now and how big that's gotten since the UFC, UFC absorption. But uh, he's just, uh, I don't know, there's something different about that guy. 
<laughs> there's something different about Chan Sung Jung. He's he definitely the zombie nickname. There's no mm. better nickname. Stylebender is even a worse nickname for Israel Adesanya than uh, you know Korean zombie for this Chan Sung Jung. He is not alive. This guy's been dead for decades. He is a samurai. Or I don't know. There's some, <laughs> he just he eats fucking shots, dude, and he gives. He's just a beast, dude. For he as is. small as he is, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this guy. I think he fought. He, he's probably got one of the best jaws. No, maybe that I've was seen, man. That's what I mean. Yeah, for the, especially for the weight class. Mm-hmm. For that weight class, that dude takes more shots team. than probably anybody and just eats them. And you're like, yeah, what? It keeps coming. That doesn't forward, make any sense. Usually. But uh, man, straight beatings. Dude. I and was wondering if you were gonna send me a message on this fight, Josh Parisian, Rock Martinez. Dude, you were pulling for Martinez. He was a huge underdog, and I think he got robbed. Even though I picked yeah. Josh Parisian. Josh Preezen, I think he lost that fight. Left it to the judges. <laughs> I didn't even see it. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> so, uh, my rock train has left the station. It was a, it was a split decision, man. Split decision. Uh, rock Martinez beating up on him in the first round. Not quite as much in the second round. The third round was Josh Preezen. But, uh, wow, man. Did you, yeah. you watch Chaos Williams? I did see that one. Okay. Yeah, that one lasted longer than I expected. Oh yeah, it went very the interesting. You know, um, Simmelsberger one of those guys that uh, is, is had a lot of hype. Too. They they both look pretty good. Simmelsberger, Simmelsberger looked. Uh, I mean, he looked good too. Even though he lost, he got beat up. He got beat up pretty bad, but he was hanging in there, man. He was tough. I like that, and that's the thing that I, I you wanted to see with the Rock Martinez, Josh Parisian. You want to see these guys. Fuck a decision, dude. Fuck all that shit. Make weight. And come in there and do something. Even if you get slept, be memorable. That's all it's about. Make it make an impact, especially in that division where everything is seemingly wide open. You know, and and Josh is so new. This is like a second or third fight, and you're go you're having an issue. If they're ever gonna, I'm just, all I look for now is these guys that could possibly possibly have a chance at a title. And when they don't perform, you're like, fuck, why I even signed? Dude, him? he was he surprised. Did they, on each other. He was surprised that the judges chose him. He did the interview after the fight, and he was like, I, I thought I lost. <laughs> they usually don't admit that. <laughs> yeah. So what would you think about Matt Brown? Uh, the Matt Brown knockout, man, of Diego. I missed it. I missed oh, doing on. it live. But All right. I saw him walking out of the cage, and I was like, oh, Matt Brown won. Just by looking at him, I was like, that's the <laughs> face of a winner. He has won, and then the tweet, you know, not the tweet, but the notification from ESPN pops up where they said that he face-planted Diego. So I was like, hmm, let's go see what this was about. So I watched the, the replay. I'm like, it's Matt Brown. That's exactly, that's exactly what Matt Brown does uh, when he can do it, and he does it very well, better than most. And he's so – he's the guy that I wouldn't be friends with his kids, <laughs> you know, just because that, that's a scary fucking dad, just by his face. I'd be like, I'm not going to be friends with uh, Devin because his dad, Matt, terrifying. I'm good. Yeah, he looks yeah, he's like a great, an asshole. <laughs> he's super nice to me. No, I'm not going to talk. <laughs> yeah. Turns out he's super sweet. You're like, he's just got a resting bitch face. <laughs> I would say I have one of those. Let me smile. You know? I bet Matt has a great smile, though. I wonder what it looks like. I wonder if his his family's even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno Silva had a nice knockout of Wellington Thurman. That was pretty good. Very interesting, too. Very interesting. I like that. Those are two guys I, I'd like to see again. Um, young, younger guys. It was a pretty good undercard. I'll say that. You know, from the, from the start, it was a, a lot of fun. Watch, watches. <laughs> and and Spivak, uh, uh, um, man, he won. 
But he did not look that right. great. He did not look that great at all. Why does it seem like the heavyweights, if they're not at the top of the division, they look so goddamn sloppy? They do. You know what I mean? Like just it's that just was his chance gelatinous. for a spectacular <laughs> knockout. That's one of those fights where I picked him, and I'm like, you know what? If he loses, he deserves to lose. He doesn't deserve to win. I was yeah. hoping he'd get choked out. Yeah. Oh, man. All well, right. We got some heavyweights on this fucking car. Let's go. All we got right. some in-shape heavyweights, proper strikers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're moving on. Hey, you know what? Let me just throw this. I saw on Instagram. I saw somebody put Nate Diaz's face on Tony Ferguson's body. Perfect. <laughs> It's a crazy looking guy. All right, anyways. <laughs> uh, you want me to do the first one? Uh, Go ahead. Ah, fuck it, I'll handle it. Uh, <laughs> All right. What's the, what's the, I can't do any worse than the names I mispronounced last time. But uh, we got the UFC Fight Night 190, otherwise known as UFC on ESPN Plus 48. This card's only on ESPN Plus. That's why oh, ESPN Plus is such a good... Last... It's, su- it's such a good uh That's what I'm deal, trying to explain man. to you. That's not, that's the... <laughs> Remember when I told you I forgot what I was going to say earlier? Uh-huh. What I was going to say is it doesn't make any sense for the ultimate fighter to be doing what it's doing when they can go and run as long as they need to. They don't. Oh, have, sure. It's not on television. It's on the app. So they could run the show as long as they want. They could show whatever they want, and yet they're still like, just this. Just put this part out, and then we'll talk <laughs> about what the crazy stuff afterwards. It's weird. It's like, it's like they're trying to soften the real drama by having these TV personalities mention it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I see exactly what you're saying. You're right. <laughs> Hell, they, they're on online streaming. They could, they should be able to say whatever they want, do whatever yeah. they want. The guy's in Any, the bathroom taking yeah. a shit. Any time slot. What, why can't we see that? Who cares? Yeah, what's it look like? You just ate a giant steak. <laughs> <laughs> Very bloody steak. <laughs> uh, that only I wouldn't enjoy. But uh, we got Yancey Madreas, <laughs> Damar, Damar... Hajovic, Hadzovic, 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 the Bosnia bomber. Man, he's lost his last two. He's three and four in the UFC, and uh, even though Yancey has lost his last three fights, it's been against really, really good competition. Like uh, he's fought Cowboy Connor Gillespie. I, I went with him, man. He's got fourteen UFC fights. I went that way. Okay, so this is gonna be a card because I went with uh, Demir. Okay. Wow. You know, I like the foreign guys. Uh, Yancey's one of the, he's uh, an older cat. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in a position of a possible gatekeeper at this point. I think this is a fight to test Demir. If he can perform well, uh, he can move up. If Yancey could perform well and keep this guy from moving anywhere, he could move a, a few spots, which would be an interesting, again, it's one of the, Yancey's one of these guys you've seen fight tough competition, and he is the same fighter always. The difference is, is you want to see him improve, whereas some people only fight well against top opponents. So if Yancey can't beat this guy, you know that there's no reason to push him forward. Yeah, and I mean, this will be a good test but for yeah, uh, Demir. For Demir, yeah. Uh, the next yeah, fight... Exactly for both of them, I think. I think yeah. both of them is... I'll say the next fight's uh, featherweight Charles Rosa against uh, Justin James. And this is... Uh, he He's... James, his uh, debut... Came in hot man with the knockout of Frank Camacho. Then he lost his next three, so he's one and three in the UFC. Charles Rosa, four and five in the UFC. Lost one, lost one. In that order, he's due for a win. <laughs> I went with them. I think they're both desperate at this point. They're both looking for that W. 
And I was, uh, I was with you at first. And Charles Rosa, I like him. Uh, he's very skilled. He's got hands and, and ground. But uh, I went Jane's on here. I don't know. Oh, wow. I think it's going to be one of the three on the card that's going to be a big that's going to matter because next we have Julia Avila versus uh, Julia spelled just wrong. All too many letters to be Julia, <laughs> but still Julia. Uh, Storley Arenko, and uh, I went with the wrong Julia spelling. I like it nine and five and one. That's a record I like to see in the female division. That's a top. That's a top ranked fighter nine and five uh, versus eight and two. Seven <laughs> percent picked the Julia that I went with. <laughs> Couldn't tell you where she's from, but I like that she looks like a scary woman. She looks like she throw boiling water in your face as she's making macaroni and cheese if you made her angry. <laughs> oh, man. So, Wouldn't it be mac and cheese? Would it just be potatoes? I was thinking you were going to just say, you know what? I'm just kidding. I didn't pick her. Because she's a... Uh, that would have been a good one. Maybe I'll do that too. That'll be one hell of upset. Only 7% of the people <laughs> have picked her. But uh, yeah, I went I the other it, way, man. Justin... <laughs> I went the other way. I went with the the, the Julia that spelled correctly, <laughs> Julia. Even though her last fight, she lost a decision to to Eubanks, and that's you can't lose to her. But anyway, the Julia you picked, Ooh, Kevin Eubanks, star player for Jay Leno, <laughs> Sarge, Sergio, however you say her name. But uh, the one Stella Rinko, that's a real. I made up a new term for Stella Rinko. I'm going to call it a clickable opponent. That's my new term. And she only has, out of her 16, 15 fights, she only has one clickable opponent on Wikipedia that you can actually click on. That's a, that's a new term. I, I made it I up. I like that. Okay. I'm uh, into it. I, I, I'll i be honest, Sam. I've heard that on Crime and Sports, one of the boxing episodes. Okay. And he has to do research on boxing opponents. I'm not going to take anything away from her. You can cut uh. this part and keep it you, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that though because it simply just means that this person has fought enough or has enough information that there's a Wikipedia Wikipedia page and you can look mm-hmm. at their record for the listeners if you're in crime and sports and you hate me. Uh, <laughs> that's how the show just goes now, dude. It's just what it is, man. Uh, you want me to do this one? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So Marcin Procnio versus Ike Villanueva. Uh, Fourteen and five for Procnio. Seventeen and eleven for. Ike Diaz, mm. I mean Villanueva. Um, I got Procnio, eighty-two percent. Yeah, I have him. I mean, it's only common sense, really. Both of these guys, man, are coming up yeah. off of losses. Uh, well, when I say a losing losing streaks, uh, Marson lost three of his last four. Ike, he's lost two of his last three. So yeah, I went the way you did. Now, this next fight that ESPN has listed is wrong, man. It's not, they're the last to update, the last to get the card in order, the last event they didn't even have the card in the correct order. But uh, Warley Alves? Yeah, um, the guy, he's fighting the Ramazan, Ramazan. He he actually is, uh, pulled out. They're undisclosed. But they're putting a new guy, Jeremiah Wells, in. He'll be making his UFC debut. And I I went with him, just because I remember T Rex last time. So you know, going with okay, the new guy. So let me throw this random stat at you. All right. I think this isn't the first time that this has happened to Alves. I think he's taken an opponent on short notice before. It might even have been his last fight, and I think he did well, because it's too common of a name, Warley Alves. There's no way that there's not multiple in the UFC. 
Obviously, <laughs> I'm joking. That's a fucking weird name. Warley? Warley. Hey, we're going to name our kid after a sound that something makes. I'll tell you, <laughs> I don't know. He's got a win over Covington <laughs> back in 2015, but then he's been 4-4 four and four since. Well, let me ask you then. Would you have taken Ramazan if he was in? Uh, yes. Actually, I would have. It's going to go his way. Okay. Now, is this... This isn't the guy that beat uh, Kutalaba, right? Ramazan Amiv, Amiv, I can't remember. Yeah, it's a different guy. They have a similar. I mean, they all have a similar. They have one barber in Russia. They all get the same haircut and beard line. What are we doing? <laughs> That's what they need—a barber school in Russia. <laughs> Fuck everything else. Get somebody over there who knows how to cut hair different. <laughs> They'd still go in and be like, "Likely, give me straight bang, no mustache." Oh. <laughs> uh, that you were gonna start the controversy in the beginning. Fuck that. Let's turn this bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for you, uh, Emelianenko, just for a handshake, and maybe I'll, maybe we'll get a smile out of him. You know, I'll crack a joke. He can't understand. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm picking Morley. Uh, he's a big guy. He's dangerous. Kind of like this next matchup as well, where he's 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 big for the weight class. You know, and he, but he throws everything into every every shot so he could be tired you know and again you did very well with that guy who came in what was his name terrence yeah ter- terrence, the dude who came uh, in <laughs> terrence mckinney Fucking or something great. But, uh, all right man uh the Wonder next how- fight yeah. walter wait it go rachmanov rachmanov all right against michael preseris Prezi- all right preseris is 39 he hasn't fought in two wow. years because of steroid ban, and I mean, <laughs> yeah. So who knows what he's hey, gonna look like when he comes in here, man? <laughs> so I went the other way. I went with the guy. I couldn't say his name. That guy. He's only. He's only. Let me guess. Yeah. He's only got one UFC uh, fight, and that was a submission win of Alex Oliveira. So. Wow. I didn't. When I picked, uh, Prezeris, I. Strictly did it because he's a large dude. Turns out it was steroids, not just <laughs> you know, he liked to work out. <laughs> this should be a pretty good fight, though. I'm really interested. The the like the next I'm curious. The next uh yeah. like couple of fights gonna be pretty good. Interesting matchups, yeah. Could be fighting tonight. Could still the show. This one and especially the yeah. next one. But they're they're seventy seven percent going with Shavkat. Do you know anything about the Shavkat guy? You have any random information on him? He looks to be tall, which could be an issue for the little guy because he is a you know Pizarro is a shorter dude. The only info, I'm just curious, info I have is a, that he's finished all of his fights. He's got wow. seven knockouts and Third, six submissions. No. So this is a more important fight than the one we mentioned earlier, as far as these two guys' careers. If Shavkat can come in and put this dude away, huge. But if Pizarro comes in and does the opposite and you know puts Shavkat away. Well, yeah, I mean, we got a new possible contender. Yeah, it, you know, because Pizarro was up there. This Shavkat guy, I mean, he's. I'm just gonna go down his last fight. Alex Oliveira submission guillotine choke first round. Then his next uh, wow. three, his next four fights before that, TKO first round, TKO second round, and TKO. The guy must have um, not been able to make it for the second round because it's first round but five minutes, and then next TKO. <laughs> so this guy, damn, he's he's got uh, against Marcelo Brito, a knockout punch to the body. 
Um, first round a minute, 37 seconds. Pretty interesting. You know how long we'll it's see. been since we've seen something like that? Yeah, we'll I haven't seen a body finish at all. We'll have to keep an eye and on this guy. Maybe the bigger weight class. Yeah, I'm curious. He looks scary. To, like a little, just <laughs> looking at his picture, I'm like, I don't know, man. He looks young, but he also looks like he, he's confident. And 77% went with this dude. Did they go with him because he's undefeated? Did they go with him because Pizarro hasn't fought in two years? There's a lot of shit to, yeah, to weigh. There is a lot. Uh, it seems like the people that do these picking pretty fucking smart. Because you'd think somebody 13 and 0, and, and then, but then you have somebody that's 26 and 3. 26 and 3 is a pretty damn good record. I mean, that's. But did they, I, like you said, did they know about the steroid ban that he hasn't fought in two years? It, 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 it seems it like some, they, some of these picks that they make are usually pretty good when. Yeah. So you're saying that they should, it should be a, a higher differential 77 and 23. It should be more like 90 and four or whatever. Right. Or 10 no, I'm not saying that. that. I'm saying, I, mean. I think these fans on ESPN are pretty damn. That's what I'm <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I mean, okay, this, I get what you're oh, good. I was thinking that ESPN was picking this thing and that's where I got to. Sorry. But yeah, you're right. 77% going with him. I mean, I never know because when you actually look at the end of your picks and you see how many people got first place, you know what they're doing? Those are all people that got every single thing. They're, they're looking at the betting odds. It's probably what's happening because he's a big favorite before big they, betting favorite. So, so then that, then the, the bookies actually know researched <laughs> information. So they're just taking that information, right? Because they have to know like, cause there's hasn't fought and they're talking the same thing we're talking, but not on the mic. Did you ever see when they, well, you watch the contender series. I know. I mean, that's one of my favorite shows um, when they have uh, Jimmy the Greek on there. It's so fascinating. Just listening to that guy. He's a trip. Yeah. Huh. Like, wonder, where'd they make him? What if he's got a show, man? He's, he probably does fucking go listen to his show. Oh, of course. <laughs> but, uh, Nobody suits on camera. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this next fight, it could steal the show as well. Uh, Ronnie Barclays. Barclays, Tamar Volov, and Volov, he hasn't he hasn't lost tech technically he hasn't lost since 2016. I say that because he did lose, but then the guy he lost to was like marijuana or something, he overturned it. But uh yeah, I went the other way. I went with Ronnie. He's okay. won his last nine, eight knockout wins, five and zero in the UFC. I think the trend of this card is win or stay where you are because a lot of that is this they're very they're great matchups okay but i, I think uh barcelos i've seen him fight more recently but i'm going with Valiv. i think okay. this i don't know i like him uh the other dude uh, barcelos i think he's a, a undersized he's a littler guy for the division or timur uh, is bigger either way uh, i like that uh, and i think we both can agree that it doesn't really matter it matters for their careers, but whoever wins, I'm good with. I, you know, I'm just picking for the sake of picking. But yeah. <laughs> All right, and then the, the next fight's uh, is lightweight. We have Renetto Macano, and then against Jay Herbert, and that guy, the Black Country Banger. I love that name, man. I love that name. <laughs> but he's uh got is eight. That, is that Moicano? That's a uh, Herbert, the Black Country Banger. I know. <laughs> yeah, I got you. He's from what's, Man's from England. What's his Swiss? <laughs> but uh, he's I got know. he's I'll got never eight out of his ten uh, wins are knockout wins. But uh, he's got only got two losses, but they're both by knockout. So and he was knocked out in his last and only UFC fight. But I went with him anyway. 
I'm in a minority. Only twenty-six uh, percent of people want what's on. Oh, that's a good point. He could be get out of here. I got the we'll incorrectly. That's a minority. You're right. Uh, some of those guys. Waiting for someone to talk that. He got knocked out in his first UFC fight. How's he going to respond? Will he be hesitant? It's. That's what I'm saying is that if you're hesitant against Moicano, it's you're done for. So I got Moicano. The kid fucked up. Uh, Moicano should have already had a title shot. That's one of the few that I really believe that he should have already had his title shot. He fucked up somewhere along the line. It pushed him down. And here he is. He's fighting guys you never heard of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, he's lost three. This deep I think the they card. want to build him back up because he's lost three of his last four, but it's all been That's against top notch competition. So. I think the Jose Aldo fight was probably he that, that was the switch hmm. you know what i mean you could see he had a lot of success and and it's still against great opponents very early on and then he got as time went on those guys improved and he he thought maybe in his head he could just keep that skill and i think that's the same thing that's happened with uh, the 135 or 125 guy uh Fig, figurito i think he's he thought that his skills were fine and everyone else was improving while he was stagnant does that make sense so much like john jones going to the heavyweight division John Jones stayed improving at 205 while everybody else could only get so good. Can he still do that at heavyweight? And it's a, it's a different type of animal. But similar with this next fight, I'm, I don't care who wins. I'm fucking looking forward to it, though. Because you got Nicholas Dolby versus Birdman. What is it? Dirty Bird, Tim Means. All right. There's Bird in the name, Bird in the face. He's 31 and 12. <laughs> one, uh, 31, 12, and 1. And Nicholas Dolby, 19, 3, and 1. Now, 41% went with Tim Means, while 59 with Dolby. I got Dolby here. Tim Means is nasty. He's a dirty bird for a reason. They get in there. They get after it. And I think this, this is going to, again, these last three cards, dude, steal, might steal the show. Yeah. Uh, also went because with, if Cyril uh, Gain tries to dance around the fucking octagon. <laughs> I went with Dolby also. He's uh, I like it. He, 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 that was one I actually, in my head, I was like, He's got three losses, but they were all within. They were all in a row between 2016. I don't. He just went. Just yeah. Was having a bad time. I don't know, man. He went. He had those three losses, but he's won ever since. He hasn't lost since 2018. And Tim Means, he's just inconsistent. I don't know what. To, Tim Means. Yeah, uh, he's I, a fun player to watch, though. I like. Watching him. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's won talented. his last two. They were both decisions, but. Sometimes you don't know which Tim means well you're going to get. Harry. Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, but I think this fight, because of who he's fighting, and he knows, like, much like Mike Perry, this might end up on the ground. I'm, I'd be mad about, but you know, Tim Means is a better. He's not stupid by any means. He knows what he's doing. But they want to go to the ground, and he, he'll make him go to the ground. And he's a big dude for the weight club, too. All right, this is the next fight. But uh, Versus Daniel Panetta. Hmm. Um, Andre Feely, 21-8. and eight. Daniel Panetta, 27 and 14, and 88% went with Andre Feely, as well did myself. Oh, I went the other way, man. I went in the minority. The kids got gauged here. <laughs> I went with Daniel. Uh, that man's got, he's finished all his fights that he's won, that he's won. Even he's, he's lost 14 fights. That's true. He was knocked out by Cub Swanson in his last yeah. fight. Pretty terrible. I mean, it wouldn't have been that would have been okay if it was ten years ago, and he got knocked out by Cub Swanson. But he just just got knocked out by Cub Swanson. But the man, all his wins, eight, twenty-seven wins, eighteen submission wins, nine knockout wins. So he's none of his. If it goes to a decision, he's gonna lose. But I, I went with him. I'll, 
Man, I mean, with that record, he must come in swinging all the way. And he's at a, a big four-inch uh, height mm-hmm. disadvantage. His Philly is 5'11". He's only 5'7". But this next fight, man, a light heavyweight. We'll yeah, this next fight, uh, you know, it just hit me who the guy in the next fight is. I now remember uh, before, of course, his name, Kennedy Nowizawaycheck. Co, wow, something is a fucking insane name. <laughs> Daniel Marquez. Anyway, I went with Kennedy, man. I remember watching this fight and he was getting his ass kicked. It was like he wasn't even paying attention. The guy was beating up on him and then he just like took over. He like came back. For some reason that just hit me. Yeah. Remember I was fighting that model? Of- yeah, that's they exactly. Put him to sleep quickly, but they fought so goddamn slow. They did. So boring. It uh, was the kid. He's got some great power. I don't, yeah, I don't know who the other guy is. So yeah, I got Kennedy on that one as well. And I feel like Tanner Bowser just fucking fought. Oh, he did. Uh, he uh, was just on a card. Yeah, yeah. June fifth, he just fought. June fifth. So what yeah, the fuck? <laughs> he's lost his last and now two. He's fighting Ovin. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> he sure is. Huge. That's a huge fight this dude yeah I, I went with saint prue i mean he's always one punch away from putting somebody away i know he's lost five exactly. of his last eight but man he's that power is just he's always dangerous always dangerous yeah and uh tanner's gonna be looking to you know strike so i mean if he loses which... i got tanner though okay i was gonna say if he loses i mean how would losing two fights in a month do for you Maybe nothing if you're Kevin Holland. <laughs> All That's right. true. Th- th- Absolutely nothing. In fact, it might have helped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. The main Eight event. Eight zero gone. It's what the fuck. Alexander Volkov. <laughs> so man, I went with gone, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> this should be interesting. Whoever wins this is going to be, you know, pretty much a top heavyweight. I mean, a title shot. If someone wins it in spectacular fa- fashion, they will definitely get a title shot soon. Or Derek Lewis again. Because yeah. I think he's he's right up there as well. Just to, because Cyril Ghan mm-hmm. is only eight fights in. He's only eight How, fights well, in, like, and he's ranked third already. And you're going to get the heavyweight? Yeah, that's he was boring as shit, though. It was like, it was, I was unimpressed. His first fight, great. Happy with it. Good performance. But your last one, you're just running around. You're just running around. Yeah. What are you, Michael Fajera? <laughs> fucking doing backflips with a bun. You know what I mean? This isn't fucking Tekken. Attack your opponent, dipshit. What, do I got to yell it to you in French? Is he French? That looks like the French He is I French, know. man. Is country? He's French. 6'5", and then Alexander Volkov, the 6'7", the Russian. He's got two knockouts in a row, Overeem and Walt Harris. So, I mean, he, he's got power. Yeah, two, Somebody wants to dance around and fighters, not fight. A lot we'll of time. <laughs> yeah. He's dangerous. I think uh, Volkov does have, you know, a puncher's chance just like uh, gone. It's just a matter of how much is he going to be willing to engage. True. But, uh, yeah, man, so who'd you go with? You you go with gone in this? I know you disappointed him dancing yeah, around his last week. Okay. So we'll see if he can yeah, pick I got it gone up. On this one. I told you that this is what our heavyweights need to look like. This is what they're supposed to look yeah. like. Even the dancing around is an interesting new dynamic mm-hmm. that's not been seen in the heavyweight division because yeah. everyone's so damn fat. Yeah, we're not used I mean, to heavyweights going five rounds. 
Exactly. And easy and easy. You know what I mean? It's and he's moving around too. like uh, Adesanya, right? Mm-hmm. He's not as accurate per se, but he's, he's keeping motion. And if you, it's hard, a moving target, especially if you're just a giant dude who has one good solid punch. But Volkov, he's always shown good cardio. Uh, his chin is questionable, but we don't know what Cyril Gan has, you know, on that end either. Yeah. So it'll be a fun matchup. But like I said, the card is pretty interesting. Well, I mean, somebody if somebody can get a spectacular win here and just not have a boring ass fight, then they'll be in a very, very, very good position uh, in the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. So I well, like yeah, it. That, that it's, a card. it's a good free card. Yeah, I mean, this is a hell of a deal. You guys are listening to this. You must have the ESPN. It's a steal. Right. I mean, you follow the group, man. Even if one of these cards were once a month on ESPN Plus would be a a steal. But this, this is a steal. But, uh, man, I'm out of here. I I think I'm really. I was just going to say, I'm thinking, Mm. I'm realizing the trend of like the, the pay per views are not really movement cards where they're. Like if somebody wins or loses, they're going to move position up in the division. Mm. Whereas the fight of the, the fight night cards are exactly that. It is who's going to be on the next page. Can this guy perform well, shine, give us a reason to give you that extra money. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That's just what I'm kind of seeing. We talk more on the fight night cards than we do the fucking yeah. main events. It's more like, ah, I like this guy. It's more intriguing. Yeah. Cause this is more of and an we can analyst. see some up and comers yeah. and stuff too. You're curious. Yeah. It's like the ultimate fighters, same situation. Mm-hmm. Zero dynamic personality involved in that, but you know, even Ortega, fucking mummy, he's like a stuffed, you know, <laughs> character of a person. Why do they keep talking to him? Stop giving that dude a mic. He's dead inside. Can't you tell? <laughs> he's, he's so blessing Ortega, and he talks like, "Yeah, we were with my friend. He threw a hard kick. Awesome. The only thing worse like, than what that, Volkanovski, whatever the fuck, wherever. It, it, the only thing worse than that is uh, somebody that's. Go ahead. <laughs> Their fighter hasn't won against somebody like that. And that's why you see him so pissed off with everything. You're 15 minutes late. What the fuck? That's not professional, man. <laughs> you can't say, man, fuck. I'm pissed. Something else My guys my can't win. Shit. <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you, though. 100% the outcome of this Ultimate Fighter will make me uh, pick... Ortega or Volkanovski doesn't matter how good of a fighter either one is. Mm-hmm. It's just how much I like you after the end of the Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> Honestly, Ortega's an elite. I would pick him to beat Volkanovski because I don't want to be champ anymore. <laughs> and he was he was just a really fun fight in his last fight. But uh, it's Holloway all day, and you guys are fucking around with somebody else's belt. You know what I mean? It's like going into somebody else's house and playing with their shit. I can imagine Holloway you know, was you can, the you coach. Moving around, Holloway with all his personality being on this show. I yep. think we make good content. This is lazy one. They're getting lazy. They're getting lazy. They're not fucking putting in all the art that they should have or had had been before. They created superstars, dude. Oh. And it wasn't Michael Chiesa. I would have. I forgot he won. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I forgot did he too won. when they brought him. They they noted that and I'm like, huh? <laughs> uh, man, you want to plug your stuff? <laughs> Working on the music stuff a little more here lately. Okay. Yeah, I got two episodes ready to go. Uh, free briefcase episodes coming. Um, but then I got all the music stuff I'm doing, the, the music videos, the vocal covers. I actually started working out video edits and putting myself in there and making it more like a music video. And it's a lot of work, even though it's only one minute. But, you know, go check that shit out. I'm about to have a, a YouTube link. Just search uh, One oh, okay. Minute Metal for now. Uh, that's right. where it is on YouTube. 
and TikTok. Uh, and then Dr. Broken Skull on Instagram for all the uh, for all the podcasting I do. I post about this show and everything. So, you know, that's the fucking main hub, you sacks of shit. I just paid $30 for artwork. And oh. I do my own artwork, you sons of bitches. Yeah, so man, I've seen your follow. artwork. Your artwork's great. Followers, dude. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm getting out of here, man. Have a good night, dude. Fight!